Yeah. So sometimes you ever like get the feeling to just you know watch. I think everybody, a lot of people have a list of movies they want to watch. They they quote unquote want to watch but never watch because it's mm-hmm. like, well, I kind of should watch this or whatever. Or I'm just kind of never in the mood. And um, I ac- actually happened to be in the mood to watch one of those movies recently. So I watched uh, The Man Who Knew Too Much. Uh, of which there are two versions, and I watched the the 1934 uh, early version um, by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, right, both both versions are by Alfred Hitchcock. He remade his own movie. He did. Uh, he did remake his own movie. Uh, he remade the other one just over 20 years later, um, right. which I will be seeing. I haven't seen yet. Hmm. Um, but this this movie um, um, stars Leslie Banks, Edna Best, and Peter Lorre um, in one of his very early English speaking roles. And the part that tickles me the most about all of this is this movie is rated approved by the British Motion Picture Association. So A for approved. That's A awesome. for approved. Um, <laughs> it's rated. You can see this movie. I wonder if yeah. there's a D for disapproved. I, I mean, it's like it's it's actually like the UK Board of Censors or whatever, like has approved mm. this movie. It's like a title. It's like a card that comes up at the beginning. Um, so. This one was a okay by them. Um, <laughs> the The plot, broadly speaking, is a family on vacation in Switzerland, um, get embroiled get embroiled in like a murder plot, learn learn too much, and then their daughter gets kidnapped, and it's basically up to them. Like they, they can't go to the cops because uh, the the kidnappers say, you know, we'll kill your daughter if you go to the cops. So it's kind of up to them to foil everything and get their kid back. Um, so that's the man who knew too much and, you know, typical for the times, the woman gets no billing in the title whatsoever, but the truth of the matter is they both knew too much. Um, so I think this movie is crazy. (laughs) Like crazy (laughs) is the only way to to describe this movie. It's crazy in a couple different ways. Um, I do want to describe to you guys how the movie opens, um, like the first three minutes of the movie which is it opens in Switzerland and people are watching a ski jumping competition. Um, as you do. As you do. Um, Where do you stand? The bottom? The, well, they were all standing at the bottom. A de- like, in my, in my opinion, too close to, where the, to the, where the runoff is. But they were all crowded around the bottom. And a young girl is holding a puppy. And the puppy jumps out of her arms and runs into like the landing zone and she runs after it. And the man skiing down, like sees this and like, you know, wipes out like, you know, in, in avoiding her wipes out and like ruins his competition. Um, and like, turns out the, the ski jumper knew the girl and the girl's father. And like, they, it's like all a big joke. So they said, okay, well that's over now. We, now let's go see, you know, the, the father says to the daughter, now let's go see your mother. Uh, who's was participating in a skeet shooting competition? Oh, um, so on the walk over there, you know, the daughter's like, the 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 daughter's asking if she can stay up late that night, um, and, and the guy's like, no, I don't think so, I don't think so, um, and they show up to the skeet shooting competition, and it's the finals, and it's her mom and this other guy, um, and her mom is like about to go, um, and I guess it's. Yeah, and her mom's about to go, and the daughter runs up like she's, like she's holding her rifle, pointed it down the range, and the daughter runs up behind her, taps her on the shoulder, and is like, "Mom, can I stay up late tonight?" And she's like, "Um, like, 
like I'm, I'm I'm in the middle of this. Can you ask me later? And she's like, she's like, oh, just say yes for good luck. And she's like, oh, you scamp. Okay, fine. You can stay up late. No. Now let mommy win this competition. And and the daughter goes to run away. And the mom goes, oh, wait, hold on. I got you that brooch you wanted. And like puts the gun down, reaches into her pocket, and like hands her this box with this brooch in it. All during the and, competition. All during like, the competition. <laughs> there's like 50 people watching this. And like nobody seems to give a crap. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on in this movie? <laughs> Do you think that this is just how competitions were in the 1930s? Like it was just kind of uh, like, a, eh, like, you know, people are just here to watch and, you know, see what happens. I have absolutely no idea, but it is it is insane. Um, it, it, like everybody, everybody in this movie, like the thing that one of the things that made me realize about about movies from this time period is they were really they were not expected to be re- realistic, right? Like right. they could get away with stuff that you could not in a million years get away with now. Like people, like no one's motivation is explained. Like you know, like this is this is a movie about foiling an assassination plot. Why do they want to assassinate this random person? It is never explained. Um, and there's there's no indication. Like the person is basically the person being assassinated is basically a MacGuffin. Like you know they're a political person, and that's it. Nothing is ever explained. Uh, right. The motivation isn't supposed to matter. It's just more the fact that these people know about this intended crime. Like the reason for the crime doesn't matter. Basically, is that the idea? Yeah, that's basically the idea. Except that, like, also like. It's very weird because what's weird about it is the couple, like, they want to stop the assassination. And the people who want to carry out the assassination and are holding their daughter um, kidnapped, like, they know that the couple's trying to stop the assassination. But, like, no one's kind of doing much about it. Um, Like, the whole point was, like, don't go to the cops. Don't try to stop us or we'll kill your kid. But, like, oh, but if you guys try to stop us, that's fine. We, 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 you know... We'll have a we'll have a like a you know some chase scenes and some banter and um, you know it'll it'll kind of all be fine because I guess they don't really I, I I don't know if they're just not supposed to see him as a threat or or what but like it's really it's just it's just weird it's just weird it's just like you like I just kept watching the movie and being like I mean it's a good movie but I can't watch the movie and be like well this this just doesn't make any sense like why are right. why are the people in this scene acting the way they're acting this this doesn't right, make right, any right. sense um. But um, I mean, it's it's good. It's really really short, and I would say it, it's like it's like seventy six minutes, and there are like forty seconds of credits in this movie. That's insane. Uh, and this movie is edited within an inch of its life. Like there is nothing extraneous in this movie. Sometimes characters don't even get to finish sentences before we move on to the next scene. Um, like they are just flying through this movie at, a, at an incredible pace where like a couple of times I had to back up the movie and be like, wait, I just like, I just like spaced out for a second and missed like tons of stuff that happened because it just moves like, like a, like at a crazy pace. Um, so it's, it's a, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty wild movie. Um, the, the other scene that I want to, that I want to call out, um, is there is, there's a, the, the, father and a friend of his are are hot on the trail of the assassins and they end up going to this weird like temple of the sun kind of place and um i, I, the, I don't the know. assassins do i assume you're saying and and they're chasing them not 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 the sun or 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 not the the couple the 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 
the father and his friend follow the assassins into this temple. In, into this temple, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. And it turns That's out right. like the the sun worshippers are working with the assassins. Um, uh, again, why? Who knows? Um, and there's a crazy scene. Is where... Is this part still in Switzerland? No, this is not. This is the rest. Okay, of the, they come back to um, the UK, and the rest of the movie takes place in the UK. All right. Uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. They're various different places. So they. Yeah. they I was going to say like the, the sun worshiping cult felt very strange for Switzerland. Feels a little strange for, for the UK. But I guess you know they're like Wicker Man style kind of stuff going on. I guess with them. Well, and considering like it's all a cover for whatever this unnamed political movement is too. Like. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, um. But they realize so they know that these two people are not part of the group, and they get his friend who um, they bring up and hypnotize on stage. And and then they're like, all right, like that, we can drop the pretenses. Now we're going to like, you know, let's, now we've got these guys. And so the father wants to get his friend back. Um, and so doesn't really, like can't really escape yet. Um, and they say, oh, you can't, you can't fire your guns. Like we're in the middle of whatever city they're in. They're not in London, they're somewhere else. Um, the cops will come. So they have this insane fight where the father and like four other guys are all like 10 feet apart and they're throwing the chairs um, from the temple at each other. But like no one's advancing on each other. So they're just standing 10 feet away. And and like it's like a three minute scene of them like just like, like chucking like chairs at each other. Like it's like dodgeball, but with chairs. <laughs> like, yeah. And like people are getting people are getting knocked out and he's trying to he's trying to call his friend. He's like hypnotized. It's, he starts throwing chairs at his friend to get him to wake up. And like chairs are just flying. I'm like, I'm like, there's like four guys. Like just run over there and like just grab him. He's right there. Like just grab him. Like what are you guys doing? It's crazy. Um, I want to go back to something you said. Yeah. Which was that at some point when you were talking about this movie and talking about the scene that was crazy, you said, it's a good movie. So I'm going to ask... What are like we I feel like you've got over things that are weird or like kind of like what is going on? Like the motivations make no sense. So what did, what did you think was good about the movie? Like what were some things that you thought they kind of were done very well? So watching the movie, you can really tell, like it's really, really clear that this is a young Hitchcock movie. Mm-hmm. Because there are, you know, it's not it's not Hitchcock at the top of his game, but you can see that person in there. And like there are some shots that are like like the like the very opening shot, right? I, I told you about the the ski competition. It is you are just looking straight on at the ski slope, and the ski jumpers are jumping right at the camera. Um, and cool. it's like this feels like a, this is a Hitchcock shot. Like it just totally feels like one. Um, and there are several moments like that peppered throughout the movie that it's like, okay, I can see how you know the person who becomes you know, the guy who makes North by Northwest and Vertigo and Birds and all that. I can see where how that person's in here. Um, and that was a lot of fun to watch. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, from a, perform- a performance standpoint, I mean, P- Peter Laurie is pretty, is good. Um, you know, you know what you're getting when you get a, when you get a Peter Laurie performance and you get, and you get that in this. Um, and he's just playing like a swarmy, like, you know, really shitty bad guy. Um, which is, which is, you know, which is fun and entertaining to watch. Um, and I think that, you know, one of, like, one of the things that, you know, helps the movie, honestly, is like 
the pace is the fact that it, like it flies like you never you kind of because you never get bogged down like it's it's surprisingly easy to just get swept up in the movie a little bit and then like you're off to the races i did have to watch the movie with subtitles on because holy crap the sound recording was unintelligible I um, imagine. especially like you know it's like a lot of heavy british accents heavy swiss accents peter laurie's got a heavy hungarian accent like it's just really heavy accents and like 1930s sound recording technology so i could understand right. nothing Where it sounds like everyone's like talking through a sock kind of yeah there's a lot of that and and you had to read fast because again snappy dialogue they are moving um so but 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 it was an entertaining ride i mean it's it's you know like just i don't want to damn it with faint praise but like how bad can a hitchcock movie really be at the end of the day right like sure um it's it's a fun movie I, I am super, super interested to compare and contrast this to the to the remake, um, you know, like 22 years later and see like what Hitchcock, you know, one, one, what he thought, you know, needed to be in the movie and two, what what he learned in the intervening like 20 some years. Um, so I think that's a really interesting way to like compare and contrast. Um, so yeah. I'm super looking forward to that. There's a there's a quote. I'm, a, I'm on the Wikipedia page for the 1956 remake. And in, in the first paragraph, basically, or first little section, there's a quote about how, uh, you know, there's uh, the book uh, Hitchcock Truffaut that Francois Truffaut wrote in the 60s where he interviewed Alfred Hitchcock. And that's basically what the book is. And apparently he he said to Hitchcock that he thought that, you know, there was quite a bit that he felt about the remake was superior to the original. And Hitchcock's reply was, quote, let's say the first version is the work of a talented amateur and the second was made by a professional. So I can buy that. I mean, this, yeah. this, this did feel like there was a lot of amateurishness in the movie and like, not in a bad way, but like in a, in a like inexperienced rough around the edges kind of a way. Right. Um, and, and even just like seeing that version of Alfred Hitchcock is super interesting. Yes. Yeah, that's not imagine. what you're used to. Like, you know, like he's, I was going to say like Kubrickian levels of like, you know, uh, preparation into his shots, but that's right. not fair to, that's not fair to Hitchcock. Um, and, but so to see, like to see this, see him early and like kind of like raw in this way, I thought was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. The remake is, is 120 minutes. It's two hours. So way longer than this one. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it is not an exaggeration to say that there are scenes where they don't let them finish their sentence before they cut away. Yeah, um, I, I, I I know what you mean by that. Like I've seen film movies like now? that. They just they like ran out of film. I I don't I don't know the story of like how it all got edited and 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 kind of put together, but it's possible. I don't know, but I I it's suspect also, it's an intentional choice. Yeah, it's it's also possible. I mean, I don't know if they would have done this to him. I mean, it was early enough that they might have, but like certain movies like back in those days right like they tried to edit down to like a really short length because the whole idea is it would like run as like a double feature and that kind of stuff in like like the way that cinemas ran things at those time times like in the 30s like not everything back then obviously but um but this movie definitely was a double feature movie and maybe they knew that when they were putting it together yeah i don't know i i think we've we've talked about hitchcock before but like i, I don't know like are you are you guys big Hitchcock fans? Not so much. Where do you guys fall into that in that camp? I would say I really enjoy Hitchcock movies, but I don't know if I'd call myself a, a fanboy. I don't know if I've seen enough, to be honest with you. Yeah, I I would say 
kind of similar. Like I've I've seen actually a fair number of seen them. the big ones, right? Just not right. all, not 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 all of them. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think I've seen pretty much all the big ones and maybe a few more besides. Um, and I like some of them a lot. Like like North by Northwest is one of my favorite movies. Um, but but yeah, like I'm not I'm not crazy about him. Like either like I don't dislike him by any means, but I'm not like I'm not. I don't want to say this in a derogatory way, but it's going to come across that way. I, I'm not like culty about him. Like, it's not like a thing where it's like, oh man, Hitchcock, like fucking awesome. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like I, I, I kind of feel the same way and it's crazy to be like, yeah, I'm a casual fan. Like I've only seen like 15 of his movies, <laughs> Like, <laughs> but I mean, that's Hitchcock, right? Like he's got he made a lot of movies. He's got, he's got a lot of movies out there and, and yeah, you especially know, early on. And he did make a lot of classics. So yeah. You, you end up seeing them. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I I would recommend people check this movie out because because it's bonkers, because it's an early Hitchcock movie, and because it's really short. So you, I was going to say it's seventy five minutes. Yeah, I think I think the season finale of Star Trek Picard was longer than this movie. So <laughs> um, yeah, definitely check it out.